Welcome to Momentum Church. Well, good morning, everybody. It is good to be able to come into your home today. And um, as I'm doing that, I get to do that from my home. And so um, what a neat time it is right now to be able to just sit down together and the Word of God talks about reasoning together. And Today, we're going to look at the Word of God together. We're going to allow God to fill us with hope for what He is trying to do in and through our lives. And so, I really do believe, as I said last week, God spoke to my heart that this season is going to be a season that we are going to come out refined and revived. Refined and revived. And over the next few weeks, we're looking at this new series called Redefined. And just what God is doing in our lives, how He is redefining our lives through this. This can be a season that will shape you greatly. It can be a season that literally redefines you for the good or redefines you for the bad. And I believe without a shadow of a doubt that God is speaking promise over our lives at Momentum Church. He is speaking promise to you, and He wants you to come out of this refined and revived. And so circumstances that we face in life, they give us that chance. They really do. When you face hardship, it gives you a moment to be, to be shaped. It gives you a moment to be, in a sense, created afresh or created anew. And so we want to be redefined in the area that God desires us or the way that God desires us. Let me just go back a little before going forward. To redefine, it means to define again. Some of you coming into this, this season, you're looking at your life going, man, I do want a redefinition. I don't want to come through this the way I went in. I want to come out of this with a better marriage than I went in. I want to come out a better parent than I went in. I want to come out a more creative businessman. I mean, I'm serious. I love our business leaders in the church that are just, you guys are just on that high alert, like innovating, and what can I do to continue to bring finances into my family? I want that out of us as God's people. And so this redefinition, this season, it's a time to re-examine and to reevaluate, especially when it comes to a view to change. What, what in my life does God want to change? And will this circumstance be something that defines me in the positive? Or will I allow it to, to bring the negative out of my life? And so we have that opportunity to be redefined during this season. And every week of this series, we're looking at a new RE, a new RE, if you will. And this week, I want to look at renewed, renewed. And when it comes to the word renewed, it means to be restored. It means to be replenished. It means to make again. God wants to renew you during this season. He wants to make something neat. He wants to make something new. He wants to make something special in and through your life. And so I don't know about y'all, during this whole season, my kids and my wife, all of us, we have been making things that we've never made before. We've been doing things, like I said last week, we created that TP, and, and this week, the kids, they created Play-Doh. Now, Amy did this before with Adelie and Auburn and, and Grant way back in the day, and I actually had forgotten about homemade Play-Doh, and, and, and when I came home a few days ago and saw this, it kind of took me back with my, we call them the bigs and the littles. And it took me back with the bigs. And man, we used to make things all the time with this stuff. Now, you know this stuff after a while, if you leave it sit out, it becomes a rock, you know. But right now, it's still pliable in my hands. And I can make this thing. I can shape this thing. I can mold this thing, if you will. It's not going to look great. I'm not a potter. But hey, there we go. It's 
it's something. I don't have a clue, but you can see it, okay? And, and maybe if there's something that I don't like, I can just kind of start over with it. And that's what's so neat about this clay or this Play-Doh is that it can be shaped, but listen, it can be renewed. It can be reshaped. It can be remade into something else. And in Scripture, I want us to take a moment and go to Jeremiah 18 because we see in the passage of Scripture kind of a story about clay. Really, it's a story about people, but the people are represented as clay. And I want us to open our Bibles, so take your Bible this morning, open it to Jeremiah 18, and we'll start with verse, we'll start with verse 1. Jeremiah 18, they're sticking together. Verse 1. It says, the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord was this, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down, this is Jeremiah speaking, I went down to the potter's house, and there he was working at his wheel, and the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled. Another translation will say it was marred, all right? It was spoiled in the potter's hand, and he reworked it. All right, you know me, I always say, say something, say reworked, reworked. There's this renewing, this reworking that's taking place with this clay that has been marred in the hands of the potter. He reworked it into another vessel as it seemed good to the potter to do, as it seemed good. Can I tell you right now, when you're going through things in life, all right, when you're going through things, at times, moments in your life, they will mar you. All right, you, you almost feel like you have something. You almost feel like there's everything you've been working toward in your marriage. Look at this. There's this vessel that's our marriage and it's almost there. And then the tension and stress of this, this COVID season comes and you feel like it mars you. Can I just tell you right now, moments can mar you. Yes, they can. Moments can mar you. But in the potter's hand, you can be renewed. In the potter's hand, you can be, the scripture says, reworked. That in the moment of that, God can take where you felt that moment was a failure. Or you felt that moment hurt you, it damaged you. Maybe you're a, a frontline worker in, in this, this, this fight, this, this whole COVID thing. And you're worn out as a nurse. You're worn out as a doctor, you know. And you feel like the experience has marred you. But listen, that moment can mar you, but in the hands of the Lord, God can renew you. Amen? He can do something like that. And when you look in Scripture, we've been looking in the book of Acts. That's what we're doing this month as a church. So if you missed it, go back to www.mymomentumchurch.tv, all right? And click on the reading plan and just start that day. Don't worry about catching up. Just start that day. We're reading one chapter of Acts a day. And as you look through the book of Acts you're going to see the story of many lives that have been, have been marred, you know? The lives that in those moments, they made a mistake. In those moments, they failed. But how God, in the hands of the potter, he takes those failures and does something incredible. And so with that, we can see Peter failing Jesus three times, denying him three times. The one that died for him, he denies three times. All right, and he runs, runs, but then we can see the power of the Holy Spirit touching him and that ministry to his heart reshaping, renewing, reworking something into a vessel that began to preach and declare 
the works of the Lord in a powerful way. And so that whole marring in a moment, that, that evening that Jesus was taken, that evening that, that, that he was going to be, be crucified, and the denial by morning three times from Peter, in the hands of God, when the power of the Holy Spirit touched Peter, it turned, it renewed, it remade, if you will, Peter into a vessel, a preaching vessel that could be used by God. Isn't that awesome? We can see the disciples' dreams being crushed in that experience. Uh, their, their, their Savior lost or, 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 or killed and put into a grave. But, oh my word, he, he raises from the dead. We know that. And then he begins to do a work in these disciples' lives over the next 40 days. And now, leading up into Pentecost, into that day when they're in the upper room, and the Holy Spirit comes. These are people that aren't sure right now what God has said. They're not sure. They know the call, but how do we, how do we perform that call? You know, in a sense, there's some brokenness there. In a sense, there's some, some marring there. There's, there's some need of being reshaped there and remade there. But all of a sudden, the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon them. And guess what? And they leave the upper room preaching, declaring, and, and, and they change a whole world. And you're a part of that even today. Go on down to Paul. Paul, literally a life who he was in love with God. As far as he understood, he was trying to please God. And, and this vessel that he had, it had become full of hate and anger for the Christian. And he's going after the Christian to destroy the Christian. And God comes along, knocks him off his horse. And Jesus speaks to him. Why do you kick against, against the, the pricks or against the goat or you know the, the, the thing that I'm, I'm prodding you with? Why do you fight me? Paul, why are you doing this? Why? And in that moment, he is blinded. Three days later, sight comes to him. The power of the Holy Spirit touches him. He goes out into the street and begins to preach the gospel of Jesus. And so in that moment, over that few days, he is marred in the hands of the potter. And then the potter, God, begins to shape him. That moment he was marred, but oh, over the next few days, God begins to shape him into a vessel that he could pour his Holy Spirit in and could be used to pour into lives. And you, again, all these years later, 2,000 years later, are blessed by the ministry of Paul. So yes, I don't know what you're going through right now, but you're right, this could be a season that mars you and you come out for the worse. Or it could be a season where you recognize that God's hand is all over this. And so that's, that's what God was trying to do to the nation of Israel. In Jeremiah, God is sending the prophet to declare a word to the nation of Israel to cause them to be stirred in their heart that the things they were doing, that God would allow them to, to hear his voice, his cry, to, to allow me to shape you once again. Allow me to mar you in my hands. Allow me to work this out to cause you to become a vessel of honor that I can use again. And so God sends Jeremiah the prophet to Israel to call them to repentance. And this is what the word continues to say there in Jeremiah 18. Let's go to verse 5. Then the word of the Lord came to me. O house of Israel, this is what God was speaking to Jeremiah, and he's declaring this message. O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter has done, declares the Lord? Do you see that? In the middle of a circumstance, there's two invitations always. There's an invitation to be, to be marred and, and disfigured in the middle of it and come out worse for it. Or there's an invitation to, to hang in there and allow God to shape you through it. 
all right? That moment of marring doesn't have to shape you. That moment of marring is just the start to what God has for you. O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter has done, declares the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. This is tender. This is, this is God calling out to his people. Let me shape you through this. Let me renew you through this season. And now listen, and this may sound a little similar to us today. If at any time I declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will pluck up and break down and destroy it, and if that nation concerning which I have spoken turns from its evil, I will relent of the disaster that I intended to do to it. And if at any time I declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will build and plant it, and if it does evil in my sight, not listening to my voice, then I will relent of the good that I had intended to do to it. Now therefore say to the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Thus says the Lord, Behold, now watch this, I am shaping disaster against you and devising a plan against you. And again, it's the marring in the hands of the Father. It's the marring in the hands of the potter for a purpose. Not just to mar for disfigurement's sake, but to begin to create in you a better vessel, a better story, a better end. Amen? Thus says the Lord, Behold, I am shaping disaster against you and devising a plan against you. Here's the choice, though. Listen, return everyone from his evil way and amend your ways and your deeds. He's calling us to himself to be renewed to be remade into what he desires for us to be made into, a, a vessel of honor that he can use. And then verse 12, but they say, that is in vain. You hear that? That nation has this invite, this invite for change, this invite to turn towards God and allow God to create his desire in their life. This is in vain, they say. We will follow our own plans and will everyone act according to the stubbornness of his evil heart. Oh my gosh, that breaks my heart. A nation setting themselves against God. I know you want to take us and I know where we're at. It's not that desired end. And you want to take us and apply some pressure to us and, and mar us in your hands. But in the middle of it, it's because you want to shape reshape, remake, renew, rework us into something greater that you can use, that you can pour in and pour out of. God wants to pour into you so that you can pour into your family. He wants to pour into you so that you can pour into your, your, your school body. He wants to pour into you so that you can pour into your, to your, your, your business, whatever it is, those, those partners that you might have. That's what God's desiring. Or we can be like Israel. And just say, hey, those words are vain. I'm not listening to those words. I'm going to continue to go through this situation, letting myself get more bitter, more angry, more frustrated, letting myself fight against each other in the midst of this. How many know right now there's a lot of people divided on this issue? And I want to just speak to that a little bit, you know? I mean, we can allow ourselves to get ugly through this or let God shape us through this and bring us out an even better vessel. And so we can see here that Israel rebelled instead of allowing themselves to be renewed. They rebelled instead of being renewed. And we can look at that and say, oh, shame on Israel. 
We can look at the scriptures I just read and look at America and say, that's America, Ross. You're talking about our country. We have stiffed our God. We have, we have objected against the, the, the principles of the scriptures, and, and we deserve everything we're getting. We can look at that, and you can say, uh, America, I can't. No, 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 no. I don't want you to do that. Uh, you can look and say, well, the church, it's the church. No, no, no. I don't want you to do that. I want you to look at yourself and say, Lord, I'm in your hands. And I invite you during this season, more what needs to be more. Deal with me what needs to be dealt with. And let him during this season, more what needs to be marred and shape what needs to be shaped. Can I say that again? In your life, let him mar what needs to be marred and shape what needs to be shaped. All right, pastor, what does that mean? All right, I'm going to tell you. The idea of marring something. There are things in your life that need to be crushed that need to be in the hands of the Lord destroyed, that, that you need to allow the Lord to take control of things that don't represent the new you any longer. Yeah, and if right now you may feel some serious tension. Praise God for it. If you're feeling that tension right now, it's because God is marring you. He's dealing with you so that when you come out of this, you represent who he desires you to be all along. You come out of this better for it. And those things will be crushed that don't represent who you desire to be any longer. Don't represent who God desires you to be any longer. The other thing that we can see in this is a vessel is only good as it can hold. That vessel is only as good as it can, can contain something within it. And so shaping has to take place for that to happen. And so that's the next part of this, that things would be shaped in your life. What do you mean by that? Things that you need to have pulled out of your life and developed would take place. Imagine the potter and this is spinning and you've seen it before. They wet their fingers and they begin to slide up the sides and they begin to pull out. They begin to shape this thing into a vessel. Guys, listen, there's some things that he pulled out of you. I don't know what it might be, but I know for me during this season, it's impatience. Man, I, I can grow quickly impatient and I'm really realizing that during this season, you know? And so God is using this time to pull those things out. And, and why is he doing that? Those things that need to be developed in our lives. Well, why? I've seen the church develop. It's neat. I've seen people lead Zoom Bible studies that have never done a Bible study ever. And, and they're having skills developed in them. I've seen leaders in our church starting to rise up and begin to do things in the community outreach-wise. And it's stretching them. Oh, that's God in this season. He's marring, but he's also shaping. He's also pulling out and developing you into this vessel that he can use, right? And so what that looks like, it looks like this, all right? This is a mug that's now my favorite mug. I actually, I received this from, from Pastor Brantley and Hannah. They gave this to me as a gift a few weeks ago. And it's a handmade mug. This thing has been spun and it has been shaped and it's a vessel of honor. It is now my favorite coffee mug, mainly because it doesn't spill easy. And if y'all know me, you know I spill things real easily. And so with it, we can see this vessel is a vessel of honor. This vessel can be a vessel that can be filled. This vessel is a vessel that can be poured out of. This is something beautiful, but at one point it looked similar to this. But in the hands of the master, he did a wonderful thing. Oh, painful thing, if you will. He marred it and he shaped it and he turned it into something like this. 
And you may say, Pastor, that's great. And that sounds like a great story. But you don't know the stuff I'm going through. You don't know the tension I'm feeling. You don't know the pain my family is experiencing. And you may even say, where is God in all of this? Where is he in all of this? You know what I got to thinking about the potter? This thing sits on a wheel and it spins around. And I got to thinking about that in my life. My life sits on a wheel and it spins it spins around as the potter is at work on my life. He's shaping. He's marring. He's, he's moving things around. And, and my life is spinning. And, and at a moment, though, watch this. At a moment, where is he? I don't see the potter. I don't see him. I don't understand what you're doing. And then all of a sudden, I get a glimpse of him. There he is. I see him. He, he's right there all along. He's never left me. Oh, where did he go? <laughs> and now you're spinning around. And I just want to let you know, that spinning can become dizzying. Yes, it can. All right, but it's all part of the process. Here's what's beautiful. Although that piece of pottery is spinning, and although from our vantage point with eyes, we wouldn't be able to see the potter until we came around to see his gaze, guess what? His hands were on the clay the whole time. Amen? And so I just want to encourage you, if you feel like right now, where is God? I just want to tell you, the potter is working at his wheel. That's what it is. If you don't see him at times, just know and trust you are never outside of his loving hands and let him during this season renew you. Let him during this season rework you. Let him mar you. Let him shape you. Let him rework you. Don't hold one thing back from him during this season. And you know what he'll do? When you do that, he'll create a vessel that he can pour joy in. He can pour peace in. He can pour strength in. He can pour giftings and abilities in. All those things, guess what they come from? They come from the power of the Holy Spirit. He can pour His Holy Spirit in and afresh into your life to do incredible things in your house, in your family, in, in your business, at work, whatever you might have your hands involved in. The Holy Spirit wants to fill you. I'm doing something right now online. If you missed yesterday's, that's fine. Just jump into this study. Go to Facebook, my Facebook page. You'll be able to find it. Listen to our teaching on the Holy Spirit. Right now I'm going through several weeks teaching on the Holy Spirit live on Facebook. Then we're throwing to a Zoom conversation and just spending time. Because I believe that when we come out of this season, like I said, if we're going to come out refined and revived, then we got to come out with the power of the Holy Spirit at work in our lives. And so let God do what He's doing in our lives to create a vessel that He can pour into. Learn more about the person of the Holy Spirit. Invite Him to be poured into you. And watch what God does in your life. Amen? All right. Hey, guys, I would love to hang out with you guys, too, tonight, if you would. So tonight, why don't you jump on our virtual church foyer? Information is at our Momentum Together page. Just jump on our, our virtual church foyer and come hang out with us tonight. A few of us just getting to, to hang out and, 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 and hear about each other's lives. And I miss you guys so much. So we look forward to that tonight at 8 o'clock, 8 to 8.30. And I do, I do want to take a second and just pray with you, all right? So if you would, just, I know this might seem weird, but stretch your hands up this way, all right? I just miss you guys so much. Lord, you see my church family, Jesus. Lord God, I know you're the great shepherd and you're with them. And I thank you for that, Jesus. 
And Lord, as we're going through things right now, let them see this tension and this pressure, not as a negative, but allow them to see your hand all over it. Lord God, we submit our lives to you. The things in our lives that need to be marred, we submit them to you. The things in our life that need to be shaped, God, we invite that shaping. Lord, we as your people, we just ask that you would make of us the vessels you desire, that we might honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for joining us for this week's message. For more information, please check out www.momentumchurch.tv.